0: Coming up, after 84 days walking in the dry heat under the desert sun, Ben Simmons makes his mighty return for the Brooklyn Nets and does not disappoint. We break down why he could be, if he can be, the most important piece for this team to turn it all around, coming up next. You are locked on Nets, your daily Brooklyn Nets podcast Ah, yes, my friends, it is the Locked On Nets podcast right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team, the Brooklyn Nets. Every single day over there is Doug Norrie. I'm Adam Armbrecht. We thank you, as always, for making us your first listen of the day. We are 100% free on all those great platforms. And let you know this episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers get $200 in bonus bets if you bet just $5 and it wins. Go ahead over to FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started today. And Doug, 147 to 114, a blowout victory at home against the Utah Jazz in the return. The most important piece of information we can convey of Ben Simmons healthy to the basketball court. Buddy, it took 18 minutes and I'm going to be
1: absolutely irrationally excited for the rest of the season 18 minutes of near perfect basketball
0: from Come ben simmons on. it was like you it was like he was never gone baby just like we drew <laughs> it was... up baby Not even, better better than before he was gone Maybe i gotta tell you
1: never in my wildest dreams could i have ever th- this this could he couldn't have had a better 18 minutes it's insane it's like literally insane it, it's it really couldn't have been drawn up any better from the absolute Total tanking of the Jazz in this game, where they put up 147 points. Simmons is five for five from the field, nearly tripled. I mean, two rebounds away, and two—one of Cam Thomas almost took from him. He, he was like two rebounds away from a triple double in 18 minutes. The pace is all over the place. The energy levels all the way up. It's like you could feel. It's like it's it's even different than the beginning of the season. I'm almost speechless. It, it was so good from him that. I hesitate. Like an A plus would be too low. It's this is where you start to get irrationally excited because it literally, literally could not have gone better for a return from him.
0: And, you know, I said at the top there. After eighty four days away, November sixth, the last time we saw him play, all of the hey in two weeks, and two weeks, and two weeks. Like we got to that place on the podcast where it was like, listen, we can't keep doing this. The the emotional roller coaster of what could be. And then to your point, man, he steps on the floor. I know that he's played better, maybe basketball games for the Brooklyn Nets, or maybe I don't know that for sure because the athleticism, the lift, and then all of the impacts that he has on this game from, from a total team perspective, obviously, but just point stop on. I did not think that his return 18 minutes would get me to (laughs) come dark close to being like, well, okay. I I, I thought that he's going to, you know, he's going to look X percentage of his athleticism, right? And we'll yeah. talk to me in a week. He looks as athletic and as healthy as he ever has as a Brooklyn net, and that was the most surprising thing for me. It didn't look like it was restricted beyond the amount of minutes they were going to run him. The thing we
1: preached with about Simmons really since the beginning is a, there's two parallel uh, kinds of conversations you have to have about him it's clearly we've said from the very beginning he's the guy that's like unlocks really the rest of the roster like he's the one specific guy they need he's the archetype of the guy they need they've needed it forever and it's like it's obvious it's it's actually not even really a take it's like if him at his at like 70% is so clearly you know what they need to pair with cam what they need for transition what they need a secondary ball handling like rebound like everything it's all it's it's everything they need in a kind of player So there's that conversation. And then there's the conversation where it's like, but what you don't want to do is get over your emotional skis on getting excited about it because you're just going to go tumbling down the hill because he's because he gets hurt too often. And so basically, it's so funny because going into this game, that's exactly where my head is like, look, I get it. No, no matter what we said in the past, you have to understand something. There's nobody that wants Simmons to be good more than us. Yep, like the Nets being good is tied directly to how well the podcast does. I, like that's not inside that's not inside baseball here. That's just like how it is. Like it's if your team is really good, more people listen to the podcast. It's like I, like I don't know what else to say about it. So of course we want him to be good. There's just this other part where it just happens so in he plays so infrequently that oh, you'd be man. nuts nuts to a tie your emotional fandom to him coming back because it just it just the track record would say it's disappointing now with all that said i'm already there 18 minutes (laughs) like like 18 minutes i i I, i'm the one that's preached this uh, preached this very steady hand approach about simmons from the very beginning i can't even if you were pro simmons that you must be need to be toweled off like this was it was just it was just that good that even i now am like that's a huge upside, baby. They have Here huge upside.
0: Like this is crazy. Yeah. Two game winning streak, baby. Now and now we ride. And now we ride. Yeah. This is now we go get that superstar. You're right. But does Donovan that make sense? Mitchell, all in, all the assets. <laughs> yeah, of dude, course. 100. And it is the part of it is the part of of you know covering the team. Yes, but I think you and I probably do get not emotionally invested is a little bit is a little bit overstated, but we do get invested just in the good story, right? God, we yeah, hate sure. seeing guys get hurt. We love seeing guys be healthy. And there's nothing better than just seeing a guy walk out there and look like he's playing an absolutely elite level. So everything about it was perfect. Now, everybody else, we'll get talked to some of the other players here. The biggest thing, if we just want to get into the actual game of it, we've always known, especially for this roster, just how critical it can be for a player like Ben Simmons to be on the floor. And that's because we're talking about a skill set that goes beyond just the pace. Just the facilitation you obviously see, right? We mentioned there how he has nearly a triple double if he gets a couple more rebounds, but he gives you five assists, six assists in the first quarter, five assists in the first quarter. And then very quickly his sixth early in when he comes back in in the second quarter. And what's the impact there, right? It's not just that he's pace of play and that he's the best ball handler on the court and the best facilitator and setting up other guys in great positions to be able to knock down easy and open looks and access around the basket it's also the size that he brings to that role because it's not a knock on anybody else, Doug, but when you see when he comes out, even when the team wants to maintain that same mentality of getting downhill and attacking, well, guess what? Dennis Smith Jr. attacking downhill is not the same thing for the opposing defense as Ben Simmons. When he gets into the paint, when he gets into the teeth, even though he is not a risk to shoot the basketball, it just forces such a different mentality from the other team. that you, you It's just... It's like a wake-up call. I feel like I woke up out of a coma yeah. and someone's like, oh, by the way, food tastes delicious and the air is so fresh. Like, that's what that felt like for this team overall that has been stagnated. Even in games when they look good, they never looked this free-flowing offensively. And it's so ironic that Ben Simmons does that for them.
1: Well, he just, does, he just does very specific things that no one else on the roster does, right? Yeah. One, he has better court vision than anyone else on the roster, right? That's that's obvious. He sees the court in a, just yeah. a totally different way. He's bigger than most other guys on the roster with his, like, just sort of overall handle. So, he can just see different lanes. He just sees different lanes, like, geometrically than everyone else can, just because of, like, how he moves in space and just, like, what he's always looking to do. So, that's one thing. No, They have no one else on the roster like that. Yeah. Two... He his default mode is push the pace. No one else on the roster is like this either. Like he pushes after misses and he pushes after makes. Like you saw, I was so glad to see that again. Like even after our opponent makes, he's like, let's go inbound. Here we go. Like they, no one else has that mentality. Mostly because like, they're not as good at it. Right. And so just those two things alone, being able to bring into the mix is like so important because they just don't even have another guy anywhere close to it. And that's why the game, when he plays like this has a completely different feel to it. It's the point where, like I said before, like players fed off the energy for sure. Right. Like they feed off that energy because, because here's the thing you're going to get rewarded. Like if you are, if you like, you saw how this kind of plays out. If you play at the same pace, you have a good chance for easy buckets. Like, so you're going to get rewarded because he's not going to take it himself. He's going to give it to you to score. Right. (laughs) Right? Ben Simmons
0: getting his own is giving it to you. Like that's a part of Ben Simmons getting his is getting rebounds, getting the assist. Right. So that's the the byproduct of him having his best game is actually you having your best game. And that's why. Coming up here in a second, we're going to talk about why this is, and we already knew this for Cam Thomas. We talked about the start of the year, but also Mikhail Bridges, the way that this changes how their games unfold on the offensive end. We'll dive into that here and so much more in just one moment. All right, before we get to that, we'll tell you about our friends over at Quiz. That's because
1: this episode of Lockdown Nets is brought to you by Quiz. We're going to have some fun. Test your team's knowledge. If you heard this one the other day, stay silent over there. Let the other people in the room be able to answer this. Which player holds the record for most points scored in a single game for the Nets? Rolo, V.C., Vince Carter, Jason Kidd, Kyrie Jason Irving. Collins. Oh. No. <laughs> no, it's old friend Kyrie Irving. Adam would have gotten it wrong, but you wouldn't have over on quiz. That's quiz with three eyes. It's a next-generation trivia experience. Also, the world's first platform where you can earn money playing knowledge games. You heard me right about that. You can earn money playing knowledge games. And for Lockdown Nets fans, we created a uh, NBA quiz game where you can test your knowledge and win real cash you can play with friends or other fans let your knowledge shine all the way to the bank baby uh, you can play without downloading anything you just go to app.quizquizz.com start playing today nba quiz ultimate knowledge challenge for fans that live and breathe basketball which we know all of you out there are doing go to app.quiz.com test your knowledge win cash today that's quiz with three eyes just like the three pointer play now showcase your skills take home cash prizes app.quiz.com where
0: fans become champions All right, so as we continue, the absolutely epic performance, not only from Ben Simmons, but also from the Brooklyn Nets overall, the 147-114 blowout victory at home over the Utah Jazz. We remind you guys, you can also head over to wegotnets.com and sign up with your email for a free ebook, Five Stories in Five Days, all about the best, well, and sometimes the worst moments across the Brooklyn Nets franchise history, even going back to those Jersey days. And you'll be alerted when we're providing some of our other exciting new little well, can i say one thing about we got Nets before we go uh, huh. i already had multiple people reach out to me asking for
1: more stories so like already proof is in the pudding here we have more people just coming out and say hey give us more adam, and I, adam and I put a lot of work into the into the ones that, that are already up there but there's plenty to tell so really really excited so make sure you visit we got one shameless plug there go ahead. Got,
0: got got so much more pudding that we could give you guys don't worry about that yeah. now when we think about this game i mentioned there also one of the things that I think as this team is going on a very long losing streak, you start to think, well, look at these guys, Mikael Bridges, especially Cam Johnson. Boy, you know, their weaknesses, their deficiencies are getting exposed. We never thought they were the elite ones, but Mikhail Bridges, you know, his handle, can he really be a guy that gets the ball in late sequences? Well, he doesn't need to when you have Ben Simmons because he goes 37 minutes, 12 of 24, 6 of 14 from deep, a 33 point performance, had four assists and three rebounds to go along with it. But so much of it was, yeah. Just like you said, get out in space. Let's push the tempo here. Everybody find a nice little pocket for yourself, and I'll find it for you if I'm Ben Simmons. And that, and that, by the way, is being a little bit microscopic because everybody had really good games tonight, but it was the impact. And you even mentioned that first segment. The energy that I think Ben Simmons' mentality brings is that even when he went off the floor, it seemed like the team was trying to still keep that pace and keep pushing. It didn't work all the time, but they tried to bring that mentality. Mikhail, excellent game. Cam Thomas, excellent game. You just see how much easier the offense looks when you have Ben Simmons putting that pressure on the day.
1: Yeah, and like I I think that we're just going to be, I, I hope we can just end up signing up for more of this, right, too, because if the mentality is going to change, maybe this is like the team that was just ripe for having – sort of like an energy boost in general, right? Like things had become pretty stale. Like they, there it was, it was an idea here that you could kind of see happening that like certain parts of the offense just weren't working, certain matchup, like certain combinations of guys just really weren't getting it done. They didn't really have much like offensive firepower. Fire, they really don't outside of McHale and Cam um, and like in, on ball creation. And while Simmons doesn't offer that, he still offers us, like I said, other element of – Complimenting what both of those guys do, like those guys, I, someone said it to me on Twitter too. And I and I feel bad because I'm not gonna be able to find this right in this moment. But what those guys and it was really specifically Cam Thomas needs, it was such a good point, was that they need someone that's just like not gonna care if Cam takes all the shots, right? <laughs> right? Like, like he's like, of of anybody in the NBA. He just doesn't, Simmons just doesn't care at all. Like, go for it. He'd rather you take all the shots, 16 shots for Thomas, 24 for Bridges. Simmons loves that. Like, I, cause as we know, he doesn't really like to shoot. And I think that like that, even more than anything else plays in really well to this current roster of these guys that are just mostly shooters right now, but mm-hmm. some of them are, you know, more, more ISO creation shooters, but then even just down to guys like Cam Johnson, Royce O'Neal who feed off, you know, pace and space and can and find their shots. like just being able to add in that element where the, all the rest of those guys know that their work is going to be rewarded or that there's just a guy they're playing with that's just going to like like sort of celebrate the fact that they're taking more shots like that's really a really a rare situation it would not work for everybody <laughs> like there's like we know that there's going to be certain combinations that are not going to work here but where simmons is concerned it's just like such the perfect shot in the arm. And again, this is why I'm already, I mean, 14 minutes into this, I'm already feeling like I'm too far out on the emotional thing. Like it's, I, I almost, I need to start probably hedging for the next 16 minutes on the podcast about like pumping the brakes. Cause I can just
0: feel it. I can cool. feel it happening. And, and I think too, you mentioned about maybe this is like the right matchup for it. We, we also know the version of this exact team with all these same exact players, right? against certain matchups that that maybe defend Ben Simmons a little bit differently or invite him to go into the paint more and say hey if you want to take the lane and attack that's that's for you to have and Ben had run into issues being too willing right being inches from the basket and saying I'll still kick this thing out but the other part of his game tonight that really worked for him on the offensive end you mentioned five for five I mean heck he had it was a bump set spike from Mikhail Bridges at the rim there. He took it with his fingertips, but with all of the athleticism and agility, we know that he went at full health can have just swatted the thing off the backboard and in if he's going to have that type of lift and play with, again, the one thing that I am fine over hyping is that he looked as loose yeah. and comfortable as I've ever seen him in a Brooklyn nets uniform. That is not hyperbole. It's not overstating it. He looked loose, he looked comfortable, and whether or not he was coming down in transition and driving at the basket and saying, this is my turn, I'm going to dominate, he still was moving with fluidity, which which does make me dial back and think, for all of the hype in the offseason, his own and the teams, I, I still don't know if he was really fully 100%, and it feels like, well, you come back, a little bit of a tweak here, and maybe it is these last, what, two and a half, three months practically that allowed him to get that little bit much further down the recovery road. Maybe it wasn't as severe the setbacks that he was suffering now, as opposed to in the off seasons past.
1: Yeah. I mean, maybe it's like, I mean, it was such an extended absence that it's really hard to tell, right? Like it was, he's been gone forever. It's felt like it, it felt like it was worse. Right. Like yeah. how could it yeah. not? Like like he it was just like, it was months of just not really any updates. And I, I mean, that was another reason I think that it was probably reasonable to be really tempered in any sort of like um feelings about what could happen next because it was like hey this he played six games and just been out for months and like how excited can we possibly get the guy hasn't been around that we barely heard word one and there was like little tea leaves you know that he was going to be coming back and then it's like kind of a practice and then he comes back and i was expecting to see a timid thing now there could be a situation where like the nets realize this too and they're like you have to be a a thousand percent to be able to even come back. We can't bring you back unless it's like all the way. Cause we've already been down the halfway measures Mm -hmm. like version of this. And
0: we know it looks terrible. It's bad for you. It's bad for us. And, and yeah, you're saying, like, guess what? In your absence, we haven't exactly been winning over the fan base of late with our play on the court. This cannot sure, be yeah. another drop into that bucket that that aggravates all the discussion, the trades, the contracts, and everything else, right?
1: Right, exactly. So I wonder if that was part of the discussion too. It's like just don't even ru- like, don't even bother rushing it. Like there's no point. Like it, we know it looks so bad. I mean, we're kind of, spe- this is total and hundred percent speculation at this point, but mm-hmm. I-, I think it's reasonable to think that that could have been the case because we just have examples of it, of Simmons. Like at this point in his career, he needs to be a hundred percent or there kind of is no point. It's like, it'll be a downward spiral for him. And just in terms of confidence, there's, he's not dynamic enough with the shot to like really have anything to fall back on. And so at that point, like he needs to be a hundred percent. Right. And so maybe if that was part of the conversation, then all like all good. And, Look,
0: I, like for and that could be honesty it. from Ben Simmons, by the way, too. Sorry, not to cut you off. It's like yeah. you got to admit to us that you're still not 100. We we get what it looks like. Believe me, we're not happy about it either. Brooklyn, that's organization paying you 40 million dollars and not getting production out of it, but it doesn't help us and it doesn't help you if you're not fully there yet, right? So the other part of this, obviously, then, if we just move for a brief moment away from Ben Simmons. It's the fourth quarter. It's how this team closed out. It's being able to sit all of your starters down the stretch here. So that was a big part of the Nets getting over a different hump that they've been trying to clear in recent games. We'll talk about that, some of the role players, and then again, how high? How high do we want to hype up this machine as we talk about Ben Simmons' return? We'll get into that here in just one moment. All right, before we get to that, let you know the show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, around New
1: Year's, we're you know, a month into this new year, get obsessed with how to change ourselves instead of just sometimes expanding on what we're already doing right. And been talking about this in my own life a lot recently. It's like, Hey, look, I'm trying to improve in certain areas that I'm kind of getting close on, but not all the way there yet. Maybe getting organized in a space, like just trying to tackle a new, uh, a problem they've been looking into tackling for a long time, but you're just trying to finally get over that last little hurdle. Maybe you're just like uh, taking supplements every morning. You want to eat breakfast too. It could get down to really simple things too. This is where therapy can really jump in. Look, it can be a time to really just take a look, take a close look at some of the things you're already doing right, leaning into it, positive coping skills, setting boundaries, empowering you to just be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient. It's flexible. It's totally suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MBA. Today, to get 10% off your first month, that's help, P.com slash locked on NBA. And you're done with that. Go visit our friends over at FanDuel. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, the big Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks and placing some super bets. Nothing better than getting in some of that prop action uh, for Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, that's just, I mean, why, why even live, folks? <laughs> like, this is what we get. This is, this is the whole point. <laughs> like, the whole point of, of the big game is to get really, really dialed in on all those player props. FanDuel has got you covered every which way but loose over on the app. Uh, All you got to do is go sign up over on FanDuel. It's America's uh, best sportsbook, FanDuel.com, slash locked on to sign up. You can get $200 in bonus bets for your first bet for $5 or more wins. FanDuel.com, slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com, slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL.
0: Oh, so as we continue here on the Locked On Nets podcast to tell you a story about a man returning to the court, 147-114, Nets blowing out the Utah Jazz. A good team, a team that has turned their own season around as well along the way. Ben Simmons obviously getting the job done, making us feel like maybe there is still something to play for this season for the Brooklyn Nets beyond him though. We mentioned McHale, we mentioned cam Thomas and, and that really, by the way, is a nice trend for them of, of continuing to have solid games. Cam Thomas, 37, the last one out you've got in the month of January, it'll move up a little bit here, but mikhail has been averaging a little over 23 points a game. So both those guys were already moving in that direction. And maybe this is how they can help to go to that next level, but off the bench, as wouldn't you know, it has been the theme for this team. Lonnie Walker gave you 27 minutes, seven of 14 from deep. That's going to be, Oh, uh, sorry, seven of 14 from the field, four of nine from beyond the arc, 19 points. And then Dennis Smith Jr. 12 points from him in 15 minutes of action, five of eight, obviously Royce O'Neal as well, kicking in 11, three of six from beyond the arc and two blocks. I, I just have to mention it because I never think about Royce O'Neal blocking shots. When you see that too, this is the mix and match part of this thing, right? Because Claxton starts this game. Oh, by the way, uh, it, <laughs> Barry, the lead here, beautiful job by uh, Brooklyn Nets PR. Cam Thomas started, he he started this game. We said no return Definitely. for the bench for him after the last one. He started no Dorian Finney Smith in this one. And then we, we know the issues that are still going to exist for Nick Claxton and for Ben Simmons and how they, they shape these things out. The difference here is early in the year, there wasn't Den, Dennis Smith Jr. minutes happening, right? There wasn't Lonnie Walker minutes happening. So there is some different, I think, buttons that Jock Vaughn can push here. To play Ben Simmons, to play Nicholas Claxton, and still find ways to be highly productive. Yeah,
1: I think, like, the, again, like, well, with Cam Thomas, like, nice little bailout there for Vaughn because DFS, Dorian Finney Smith was out. So, like, they could just kind of slide him into his spot, move Cam Johnson back and be okay there. Simmons working his way back. From injury means you don't have to start him, which means you can stagger his minutes, like sort of one for one on Claxton and not mm-hmm. have to worry about it. Like, so a couple little things, and we predicted a lot of this would happen, right? Like, a couple little things work in their favor here to not have to answer some possibly tough questions, which I'm not sure the Nets are going to go far enough to like really have to go crazy on answering all this stuff. But at some point, it's like, hey, we know the Simmons and Claxton piece can look a little rough. Um, but that's like really the only guy like everyone else he really pairs well with and like sort of unlocks the ability to play some of these guys for longer stretches. So that is ultimately helpful. It's just like, it's back to, you know, at some point we might be back to square one at the beginning. It's like this, these two guys just don't really work. Right. There's just not enough spacing. Um, Maybe you start feeling like, you know, back to the Katie and Kyrie time where it was like, well, if you have it with all Cam Thomas minutes, maybe that shields it a little bit. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause like if you go back and look at Claxton and, and, and Simmons's minutes together, when Katie and Kyrie were on the court, it's like, oh, it doesn't look too bad. It's like, well, those guys are like generational three level scores. Right. And so if, if we could just kind of get generational three level scorers on here, then all of a sudden you can play with two guys without, uh, without as much uh, space. Cam Thomas and Mikhail aren't that, but they can't, do bits of that, right? And like, and and maybe Cam can even do more than bits. Like, he's like he's he's just really, really good scorer. The one way to mask that pairing is to have two guys who can really score at all three levels, right? If you can have that, you can get away and take the advantages that like the defense might give, like the defensive upside that those two guys will bring when they play on the court together. You switch everything, and now all of a sudden you're kind of like a real problem on defense. There is a world where you can squint and see it where those two guys are not, again, not Katie and Kyrie, but sort of like a light JV version of it, not a knock on them, by the way. This is like Katie Katie's an all-time great. So it's like yeah. it's not, I'm not knocking these guys. It's like right. And Kyrie is an
0: all-time great handle. Like you, you, you don't just course, course. have Mikael Bridges and Cam Thomas. Cam is like that shooters. good of a scorer,
1: though. Cam is that good of a score. Like he's yep. he's yep. great. He's a great scorer. And so the one way to mask that pairing is to have these a couple dudes that can do the, the rest of the stuff. And all of a sudden you can kind of start looking like maybe we'll see. I think this is far down the road. I think we need to get some games under our belt. But just something to think about going forward. It was like they didn't really have that beginning a year again because they buried Cam Thomas. But (laughs) like
0: but Doug, we could sit here and quibble over not having the player to play in that role, even though you've had him for two years on your roster. But but that's neither here nor there. We're there now. And this journey looks a lot brighter. No, I agree with you. And, and by the way, too. So I, I do want to ask the, you know, where, where does the height meter go to and what do we need to see in the next couple of games? Obviously it's all going to come here, but it's worth, it's worth just noting too. I mentioned uh, Dennis Smith jr. He's played very well off of Nick Claxton too. So again, other pairings right in second units and how it doesn't matter who starts ceremoniously or otherwise, just if Jacques Vaughn and his coaching staff can get to good combinations. And to your point about Thomas and Mikhail and Simmons, well, If you can be enough of those versions of elite players around Ben Simmons, well, then you're talking about maybe trying to create a really lethal starting scoring unit in spite of Ben Simmons' offensive limitations. And by the way, second chance opportunities tonight, a lot of that work was from Ben Simmons, right? He had multiple tap outs in the first half of this game where it was just, it looked effortless for him. And that's the great reminder, even though he's not on the court sharing it with Claxton, his size and his strength, it just makes it kind of, it seems effortless for him to position himself effectively. And then he has that little bit more size and body to be able to push, I think, into those pockets, long tap outs. He played very well off of Royce O'Neal tonight too. Like there's all these different combinations. And oh, by the way, it extends to guys we talk about. Really got to think about trading these players. Really can't have these guys on the roster. Well, unless, unless they seem to pair right with a guy like Ben Simmons. That being the case, to just to close out, what what do you think after you go to bed tonight, right? We all take cold showers after this. And we say, we wake up in the morning and we say, okay, now what needs to happen next? Because there is still that part that goes, well, unless he comes out and does pretty close to the same thing again on Wednesday night and then the same thing again the next game, and the well, next game, and the minutes it. keep growing, yeah. there's always going to be that thing in the back of your mind. right? He at, at the end of this game, it doesn't look like it's a problem. He comes down awkwardly, rubs the knee a little bit, and they have the blowout, and they take him out. But it was that momentary thing of, oh, that's right. Now, this is a guy that is right on the razor's edge of having an injury that causes a setback, and he's off the court again. I
1: think we're just going to have to live with that in the back of our minds and take every day as it is. Like I don't think there's every any other game, way. You'll, every you can game. never you can never trust at this point that he's going to stay healthy for a long period of time. And we are just going to root every day that he does. Like, I don't, like, I don't know another way to take it. It's like, it's, there's just too much of a track record of him not playing over the last few years for mostly injury and some other stuff. And I just don't, I I don't know how you, I don't know how you hedge it emotionally any other way. And just to say, Hey, 18 minutes tonight, let's get into the twenties see how it goes. Let's ride the wave, stay healthy as long as you can, hopefully no setbacks and that's it. And yeah. there's just, I, again, I mean, there's another way. Am I missing, am I missing some kind of, um, am I missing, am I missing option C where I that? I don't <laughs> see because I, like, I, I don't really know another way to do it. I, I think there's, there's, I think there's two versions of fans that are going to be like, one's going to be like just waiting for it to happen. I don't think I want to, I don't want to be like that. I don't think yeah. that's that's just not enough fun. Um, two there's another version it's like he solves everything they're going to be the four seed i think that's <laughs> irrational i think that's irrational too and i think
0: the world it's just like a game by game basis let's see how it goes my 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 closing thought would be my approach is going to be that this can be enough like ben simmons doesn't need to play 35 minutes a interesting. night interesting yeah. in the short in whatever the season's going to be it's okay if you're an 18 to 25 minute a night guy that's all right. We have these other combinations. We've had some success with Nicholas Claxton and other pieces. Be the best version that you can be in the volume that makes sense for you to hopefully stay healthy for the last 36 games of the season, right? That's and probably I, where I'm going to approach it. And I think too, and
1: just okay, we'll get out of here on this. I think he came back at like the kind of the perfect time of two things happening. One, the team has hit like sort of like new lows that we haven't seen in many years. And so it's like literally anything expectations have dropped so low for this team that there was like, no, literally nowhere to go. What up? And honestly, and it's not expectations for him have dropped pretty low too. Like you could just read it in the tenor of the fans. It's like, he was
0: just kind of forgotten. Honestly, Whatever, like one more year away, the money gets off the books. It's it's about all other agendas related. And to I the wonder dollar, for anything.
1: him if that's just like the best version for right now too. Yeah. Is that like the expectations are like so low that that's a good place for him to live in the short term to get back to like health? Right? It's like because coming into the season, it's like you know all eyes on this, and coming out, I'm the healthiest I've ever been, and the expectations are really high. Now, like the 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 whole thing's just different with the team. And I wonder for like his particular like sort of just like setup, if mm. this is like legit the perfect version. It's like, like sort of like a version of playing with house money, not exactly, but getting no close expectations to that for
0: the team. So no yes. expectations for you. It's just go out and play basketball, and guess what? It's all relative to results, right? And, and yes. it truly is in that in that way. Yeah, I agree with you.
1: All right, we're going to get out of here. We're going to stick around on YouTube. Got a ton of people here on YouTube. Much appreciated. Everyone that's jumped in. In the meantime, make sure you visit those sponsors that we've mentioned before. Make sure you go visit WeGotNets.com. Everyone likes something free, and that's what you're going to get over at WeGotNets.com. So make sure you head over there. Grab your copy of the ebook, Come say hi. i uh, love to have you over there.
0: I'm back. Back in the New York groove. I'm back. Back in the New York groove. Why that's Aces Fairly. Oh, one of the
1: all-time great poets. Yeah, lead singer of a band? What Was he ACDC No, What's that the
0: lead singer of? Uh, I don't know. I thought Phil Collins or Billy Joel sang that, so I kind of got thrown off track when I looked for this quote. But, you know, still good. Uh, one of the all-time great poets, obviously. We'll be back again
1: uh, tomorrow in a moment here on YouTube talking more Brooklyn Nets basketball. Basketball.